So on the flight to Japan, it was a 13-hour flight, so it was not fun. Cramped in this tiny room. Uh, I'm trying to get some sleep. You know, trying to fight the jet lag so that I can enjoy my time in Japan. I'm trying to sleep, and suddenly I hear a lady scream, No! Oh my god! What are you doing? back to the Two Grown Men Crying in a Car podcast. We did it. We, we made it. Episode 2. You all thought we couldn't do it, yeah, but you, we did. You know what this means, Lane? What? We have officially made it further than 90% of the podcast that Absolutely. gets started. Absolutely. And I love that. So I just want to say uh, thank you so much, everyone, that enjoyed the first episode. Which is uh, probably none of you. Um, we have not put that up yet because during the time of recording, it is not fully edited and we've decided we are going to record a couple before we start posting. So that way we always have backup ones. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that enjoyed it, uh, thank you. All your constructive criticism was fantastic. All of you that didn't like it, take this episode, second episode as just a big middle finger. Yeah. Because we have not listened to your constructive criticism. Because you guys haven't listened to the podcast yet. Yeah, and we're not going to listen to it anyway. Because yeah. we don't care. Yeah, as I was editing it, I was thinking, like, like, okay, a lot of this isn't super funny. I'm not sure I want to put this out. But then I was thinking, like, you know what? Nobody's going to listen no. to this, right? And then I realized a bunch of people at work were saying, like, oh, yeah, my God, let me know when you so put it out. People, it was like, here's the thing, though, is, like, I only listen to it once. When mm-hmm. you send me the link, I listen to it on, like, my commute from work. And, I mean, like, it wasn't fantastic, but, like, no, like, first podcast is ever good. Yeah. No I, first anything is good. Yeah. It's it's never... Unless, unless you count the first Star Wars. That was good. I never saw that. Okay, let's... Let's not <laughs> get off track. But, like, I listened to it one time. I'm like, this is good. I'm comfortable with this. The problem is that... Um, I'm going to give you the credit here. Simon does the editing. I don't know what I'm doing. He's the backbone of this. I'm just here to talk. He's the backbone of this podcast. Yeah. He had to edit it and he had to listen to it like over and over and over again. And when you listen to something to something so many times, it kind of loses its charm. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that was the problem. Like you came to work the other day and you're just like, hey, I think we should like not post this one. And I'm like, no, no, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm, s- I'm still hesitant about posting it, but like, yeah. I think we kind of have to, yeah. I think. What's the point of recording a podcast if we're not going to post yeah, it? Like, we're going to record, like, 60 of them and be like, welcome to the first episode of yes, yeah. the Two Grown Men Crying in a Car podcast. That was the other thing. I, was, I wasn't sure about the name because it just sounds really sad. I like it, though. I think it's, I it, like, it stands out, though. Yeah. Like, people are going to, like, see that and be like, what is this? Because if we just put Simon and Lane, there's going to be, like, people yeah. are going to skip right over that and I'll listen to it. Two Grown Men Crying in a Car. Yeah, so I'm still nervous about, like, putting this podcast out just because I'm an overall anxious person. And uh, you know where that anxiety comes from? Childhood trauma. (laughs) Today's theme. Today's theme of the episode is childhood trauma. Dude. Lane, do you have any deeply personal stories that you want to share to the entire world? Deeply personal stories. Or not personal stories that are funny? Um... Let me tell you about where my, uh, like, very, very bad phobia of bees came from. Hang on, I'm thinking, like, there's all that background noise. Hey, shut the <laughs> We're trying to record a podcast! He's looking, no crap! <laughs> We're gonna keep that in, then. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and, um, 
Okay, so uh, you're not telling me your story about your childhood okay, trauma. With so bees. I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, it's starting to warm up a lot uh, for a lot of reasons. Number one, the heat. Yep. Um, everyone's always just like, "Oh my god, summer so much, summer so much better than winter." Blah 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 blah. But here's here's the thing. During winter, I can always put more layers on if yep. I'm cold. I can just put another hoodie, another jacket. During the summer, I can only take so many so many layers off before I get arrested. Yeah, or peel off your skin. Yeah, dude, and that would hurt. It would like really bad. It would. You ever like, you ever like, uh, oh like yeah, fingers, nails. Yeah, I mean, I know there's no visual, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know those little bits of skin on your fingers that you kind of want to pull off. And you're always scared that you're just going to keep pulling and it's going to rip all the way down your finger. <laughs> just like the entire body is just going to... F- but like, also, bees. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like them. Bees, wasps, hornets, anything with a stinger, I hate them. Every time I see a bee, I'm like, I wish you were dead. I wish all the bees would just go extinct. And everyone's always telling me, Lane, if the bees go extinct, the humans go extinct too. They're beneficial. They're like crucial to the ecosystem. Here's the thing, though. That's a win-win situation. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, B-movie was fucking horrifying. <laughs> Scariest movie I've ever seen. So many bees. <laughs> so many bees. Why is it a meme? I have nightmares Dude, about I, B-movie. Just... But, like, everyone's always just like, Lane, if they die, we die. That's a win-win situation, because, number one, not only do I not have to deal with bees anymore, I get to die. That's... Sad childhood trauma. Yeah, that's. I guess we're gonna go to some dark places this episode. <laughs> on the, I think the name two grown men crying in a car" might become very literal this episode. Can we like not make it in a car though? Because like when it starts to get cold out, like I want to do it inside. That yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we'll just... we'll see what happens. We might just. We just might make a whole other separate podcast series yeah, for the winter. winter. Um, childhood trauma of bees. It all it all started. Back when I was a wee lad. <laughs> wee lad. L- little lane running around. Um, my old house had this hedge, like, around the perimeter of the front yard mm-hmm. that, like, my, my family just... We were never one for a proper lawn care. Yeah. And so it, like, it got really, really out of hand. Mm-hmm. And one day my dad was just like, you know what? I'm trimming that. And he got a chainsaw. I don't know where he got a chainsaw from because we didn't have a chainsaw. <laughs> And he's just like, I'm going to go trim it. And he's going at it. And all I hear is, oh. Beep. Beep. I'm, I'm not cursing, so oh. editing is easier for you, Simon. Okay. He said, you know, he actually said beep. He physically yeah. said no. He said, oh. And I look outside, and there he is. Apparently, he had hit a hornet's nest. There's a oh, hornet's nest. Oh, my God. In the, um, in the hedges. And so he hits it, he goes, runs away, and then he starts, like, going towards it again to examine it, to make sure that it was a hornet's nest, even though he got stung, and it was clearly right there. Yeah, there's a great idea. Yeah, he gets stung again, okay? So he puts the chainsaw down, goes inside, okay? Now, this story's going to get a little interactive, Simon, okay? Oh, boy. A little multiple choice. I want you to take a wild guess as to what you think my dad did when he went inside. Did he, A, called the exterminator? B, call the landlord, or C, call my mom. Uh, I'm gonna guess C, call your mom. It was wrong. 
It was none of them. He went and got a BB gun. <laughs> oh my, my god! To- my toy BB gun, and I say toy because like I don't think guns are toys. But yeah. compared to like all the other like airsoft BB guns that people have that like mm-hmm. you know shoot a million bullets pellets yeah. a second and could like kill a small animal, mm-hmm. mine was a toy because it was this really old fashioned single shot BB gun that you had to pump between <laughs> each shot. Okay. Okay. He goes and he gets that. And he comes out and he point blank just like puts the oh barrel. My God. Puts the barrel up against the nest, okay? Uh-huh. And just pop. Okay? <laughs> so obviously the hornets lose their mind. Really? And they start swarming him. And this is how I knew that my dad had planned this out in my head. Because whenever my whenever I got the BB gun, my parents were very, very strict about me using it. Like I only used it with their super with their like supervision. Mm-hmm. I used it by myself, and I was only allowed to load one pellet in at a time. To the point where I thought the gun could only hold one pellet. <laughs> okay, my dad put like twenty in there, and so oh, he's man. in the front yard being swarmed by hornets. And instead of running inside, he's like, "I'm gonna stand my ground." He's gonna. He tried to shoot. He the tried beat, the with hornet. this single shot. Pump action BB gun from Walmart for like 20 bucks. He tried to fight off a swarm of hornets. And little eight-year-old me was sitting in the living room window and I watched this entire thing go down. And now, I don't like things that sting me. Yeah, like, I'm a little, I'm pretty scared of bees, I think mainly because I have not been stung by a bee since I was a kid. Me either, because I wouldn't so much. Yeah, and you know, everything hurts when you're a kid. You know, you're inexperienced with life. You don't know true pain. You've never been cheated on. You don't know true pain. <laughs> this is where the story's going. <laughs> no, <laughs> you cheated um, on, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, pain. Uh, another childhood pain I had was uh, I got the worst sunburn of my life. So I went to Hershey Park. With my friend Logan. Logan, if you're listening, hi. I and hate you, Logan. I don't know you, but... That's really rude. I'm sorry. And Logan, Logan is all too familiar with this story. Logan, I'm sorry that I said I hate you. I love you, buddy. <laughs> so, we go to Hershey Park, and we, there's, like, a water park there. Uh, and, you know, we have our bag with our, our swimsuit and the sunscreen and stuff. Because me and Logan, we are both very pale people. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we needed sunscreen. Uh, we had, like, a little aerosol can, and we pulled it out. It was broken. So we're just like, well, do we really need sunscreen <laughs> in the middle of summer from like, noon to four? It's because I'm like, I'm looking at you right now and all your paleness, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we went and enjoyed the water park. Had a great time. It was a really fun water park. Uh, but because we had no sunscreen or anything protecting our frail skin uh and we were you know the four hottest hours of the day spent at that water park we got sunburned pretty bad and uh it hurt by the end of the day i was hurting you know it stung but the next day as we were coming home from our trip uh i started getting blisters all over my shoulders it was horrible literally second degree burns all over my shoulders Worst sunburn of my life. I've been very careful about going to the sun ever since. It took weeks to heal. 
Dude, how bad was it? Like, I mean, I couldn't wear a shirt for like a week afterward. <laughs> I had to spend all day shirtless. I had to sleep propped up so I'm like sitting up because if I laid down, it would hurt the sunburn too bad. I've never had sunburn that bad. Because my parents are always, like, really strict about, like, you need sunscreen, you need sunscreen. And, like, as a little kid, I was like, I don't want to put on sunscreen. Sunscreen's gross. But, like, thank God, like, looking back now, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've always made sure to wear sunscreen ever since. So, at least it taught me a very important life lesson. Yeah, that's how, that's that, uh, how it happens. When huh? you're white and pasty, you, you really got to take care of your skin. You learn to use sunscreen, and I learned not to shoot hornet's nests. Yeah. <laughs> or try to shoot the hornets themselves out Dude. of the air. It's like, it's like it's funny though, kind of depending on how you look at it. Because like even like now as like a full grown adult, like I'm still terrified of them. Like my mom's side of the family lives out in um Kansas. Wow, I don't know why I forgot. <laughs> they live out in Kansas, and so like during, we'll go out there during the summer where like it's super hot because it's the Midwest. And my great-grandma, we always stay there. Sweetest lady ever. Oh. I love her to death. Hate going to her house, though. Because oh. she has... She's an old lady and has a bunch of flowers and crap all over, like, her front yard. So, like, getting to her, like, front door is, like, a death trap. Oh. Like, every time... Like, every time we, like, pull in, I'm always like, all right, unpack the car. I just book it straight into the house. She's like, Len, you have to get your bag. I'm like, no, it's fine. I can, <laughs> I can wear this all week. <laughs> Speaking of Kansas... And childhood traumas. Oh boy! Oh boy! Did I? What a segue! Did I ever tell you this is all we're doing? We're just we're just taking turns going back and forth talking about things that make make us who we are. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time that I almost got murdered in the gas station? No, Jesus! So, oh man! <laughs> story time. My mom, like I said before, my mom's side of the family lives out in Kansas. And so, every other summer, we would drive out there, cross-country, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to Topeka, Kansas. About 20 hours. Yikes. With, like, five people in the car. Oh, my God. It's awful. Yeah. And so, one day, we're driving through. It's the middle of the night. I have no idea what what state we're even in. Yeah. Okay? We stop at this gas station, obviously, to get gas. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm at least going to be caffeinated. Yeah. So I go in to get a coffee. Okay? Mm-hmm. Also, quick side story. Quick side note to the story. A week before, the weekend before I had gone out, I had spent, the weekend before I had gone out to Kansas, I had spent the weekend at my friend's house and we had binge watched all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Oh. Okay? So I was still in this, what I like to call the horror movie mindset, you know, where yeah. they can check behind the shower curtain. For Everything's demons. gonna kill you. Yeah, every single person is a serial killer. Okay? Yeah. We pull into the gas station, I walk in, and there's this old guy standing there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Horror movie mindset. I'm like, that guy's a serial killer. <laughs> because we're in the middle of nowhere, there's no one else around, and dare I say it, old people... Are kind of creepy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I'm sorry if there's any old people listening to this podcast. I doubt it, but... I love you, Grandma. <laughs> You're not creepy. <laughs> but I see him, and I'm like, I still, like, I have to get coffee, dude. Maybe if I'm quick, he won't notice me. Mm-hmm. But, like, here's here's the problem. Is, like, whenever I get coffee, I like a lot of extra stuff in my coffee. 
I don't like my coffee mm. to taste like coffee. I need a lot of cream. I need a lot of sugar. You're weak. Pretty much, like, I need my coffee to be whiter than the starting lineup of the New England Patriots. Whiter than me before my sunburn. Yeah, whiter than you before your sunburn. Dude. Ooh, like a piece of paper. And so, I'm like, this is gonna... So, I'm going through, getting all my things, and he walks up behind me. Oh, God. And he goes, excuse me. And... As I'm telling the story now, I realize it would be a lot better if we had cameras. So yeah. visualize this, guys. He goes, "Do you know what this is?" And he just wiggles his finger, <laughs> and I'm just like standing there, and I'm like, "Am I gonna have to? Am I gonna have to like kill a senior citizen right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, am I gonna have to kill a man in self-defense?" And I'm like, "Uh, uh." He goes, "Me either." But there goes a flock of them, and then he just like wiggles all his fingers at once, <laughs> and just like glides it like and, like across like my view, my like. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. And I was like, okay, um, I need to get out of here before this man takes me to a basement and waterboards me for <laughs> fun. And here's the problem, though, is I still had the coffee. I had to pay mm. for it and leave. But I was probably in there for probably what felt like, was probably, like, realistically, like, two minutes. But what mm -hmm. felt like ten minutes, because the entire time I'm, like, trying to, like, get all my stuff. He's behind me, following me around, speaking in tongues and whatnot, wiggling his <laughs> fingers. It's, like, it was the scariest thing ever. And the reason I was it took me so long to get out of there is because whoever designed this gas station decided to put the coffee, the creamers, the sugars, the cups all in one spot, but then put the coffee lids all the way <laughs> on the other side of the building. Oh, my and God. And it took me forever to find them. So I finally did, and I, like go and I pay for it and I leave and I'm walking towards I'm actually I'm running towards my mom okay <laughs> and I get there and I'm like mom serial killer fingers coffee she's like Lane, like what are, you, what are you talking about so I finally catch my breath and I tell her this keep in mind it's like 3am at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, I tell her all this crap that has just gone down. She goes, oh, yeah, people out in the Midwest are so nice. I'm like, that's not nice, Mom. That man wanted to wear my skin. Let's go. Yeah, I've never understood, like, old people who just approach children and start talking to them. Dude, that's... There was, there was this one time I was in Johnstown, uh, and I was stopping at a Sheets to, like, pick up snacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking out, this random old guy stops me, and he's like, hey, kid, here's a free comic book. <laughs> and he hands me one of those, you've seen them, those Christian comic books <laughs> yeah, dude, that tell you time. about how you're a bad person. Have you gotten the one about the shoes yet? I don't think I've gotten the one about the shoes. Uh, this one was about the Titanic. <laughs> it was about some guy on the Titanic who refused to believe in God. Uh, and then the Titanic sank. What a twist. And, and uh, the guy didn't save himself in time. And so the last few pages were him uh, burning and suffering in hell. Those those uh -huh. comic books are horrifying. Those, like, listen, I'm going to say this, like, on the record. Because mm. 10 years from now, when I'm a big, famous comedian and this podcast <laughs> is super big, I want people to know from the get-go, I am a... I don't want to say I'm a religious person, because religious people are ass. I believe 
I'm a Christian, and I believe solely in having a good relationship with God and trying to live my life as close to the way that Jesus did as possible. I know that's very hard because Jesus was the perfect person, but I mean the whole aspect of just like loving and accepting everyone and yeah. not being not being a jerk. Yeah. Okay. So when like, and it bothers me so much when a lot of these like old like baby boomer millennials who are just like mad about everything all the time, yeah. like hand out all these like freaking pamphlets that are like if you don't if you're not a heterosexual white male you're gonna burn in hell because that just yeah. like gives christianity such a bad rap and yeah. i hate that one of those comic books i found one of these when i was like eight years old i found it in a restroom <laughs> they always leave them in like the weirdest places <laughs> you find comic books in heroin needles in restrooms yeah that's called a callback <laughs> you listen to yeah. the first one the one the one i found i think this is the first one i ever found was about suicide and the very first thing, little eight-year-old me opens it up. Suicide And is it's badass. this guy with a noose around his <laughs> neck talking about how life isn't worth living anymore. Jeez, and whatever is beyond death has got to be better than what he's going through. For the record. And we, fucking hangs himself. For the record, we do not think suicide is funny. Yeah. He <laughs> Which is, holy hangs crap. himself. Shock value. Little eight-year-old me reading this comic, watching a guy hanging from a noose, and then going to hell to suffer and be tortured for all eternity. It was terrifying. Ah, I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I, I go into the bathroom to make a little pee-pee, make a little poo-poo. <laughs> I don't go into a bathroom to get depression. Yeah, and honestly, I kind of collect those comic books now. Like, whenever I the see them, I'm like, stands. I gotta grab that. Yeah. <laughs> Where do they come from? Like, who makes them? Uh, so I think they're called Chick Tracks. Where do people get them now? I think you go online and you just buy them in bulk by, like, the hundred. Maybe they have, like, assorted packs that you can hand out. But yeah, like, I've checked out the websites before. You can read all of them in full. And you can just buy a pack of, like, 300 and leave them wherever you want them. But that sounds like a cult, dude. It, it, it does sound like a cult. Um, what I think's even worse than, than Chick Tracks are those fake dollar bills that, you know, you pull it mm-hmm. thinking it's a real dollar bill. People might leave it as a tip, which is, if you do that, you are a garbage human being. Mm-hmm. Uh and it tells you about how money doesn't really have value. The only thing that has value is God. So, yeah. And it's, I mean, I understand wanting to spread your message. I don't think chick tracts and faking people into thinking you actually gave them a tip for their service. I don't think that's the right way to do it. You know, okay, speaking of the whole, like, leaving, you know, gospel messages as your tip. You know what that reminds me of? What? It's... It's that, I don't know if it's a meme. Have you seen that, like, post that goes around where it tells a story about the man, and, like, there's a hurricane, this town got flooded, and he's, like, like he's on his roof. Oh, yeah. And, like, the boat comes along, they're like, let me save you, and he's like, no, God will save me, and they leave, and then another boat comes along. So it's, like, go, it's the same process that happens, like, three times. Dude dies, and he gets up to heaven, and he's like, hey, what the heck, God? Like... Why didn't you say me? He's like, dude, I sound like three boats after you. Okay? (laughs) People seem to think that, like, God is just going to, like, snap his fingers and make food appear on your table and, like, put $1,000 in your bank account. That's not how it works. God works through people. So, like... So it's going to be a person that gives you $1,000. Yeah. (laughs) The way you said that sounded bad. But, like, you know, it's, like, let's say, for example, like, I was a server and I was short on cash. Like, God's mm-hmm. not going to snap my fingers and make a million dollars for my bank account. Yeah. He's, like, going to, like, put, you know, generous people, like, 
in the building to give me good tips. Does that make yeah. sense what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get it. But like, just what I'm trying to say is just don't be a, an asshole with your money. Yeah. Just you don't know? be an asshole in general. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. Because you know what being an asshole makes? Childhood trauma. We'll be right back with some more childhood trauma right after we tell you about our sponsor, Smoobean Candles. Are you a stinky lad who can't get any ladies to come over? Are you a piece of crap who forgot to get your mom a birthday present? Oh my god, these candles make great presents. I got my mom one of these for Mother's Day, and oh my god, it smells so good. What smells so good, Simon? I got the Cinnamon Cranberry Smoobean Candle. It's soy wax, so it's biodegradable, good for the environment. It's fantastic. They smell amazing. What scent did you say you got? I got the Cinnamon Cranberry. Ooh, Cinnamon Cranberry. That sounds really good. It is amazing. Are there any other scents? They do have some other scents, but I don't know what they are off the top of my head. Well, lucky for you, I do. Wow, how convenient. <laughs> boy, oh boy, we got three scents. First, we got the white sage and lavender. We All got right. my personal favorite for the guys out there that want to get a candle but still seem manly. We got apple maple bourbon. Ooh, and then we got the third one. We already talked about it. Ooh, it is an absolute killer. You got the one... For your, for your mom for Mother's Day, right? Exactly. Do you like it? It is amazing. She loves it. Cranberry cinnamon, right? Cranberry cinnamon. How many more times are we going to say it? One more time. What's, what flavor was it? Cranberry cinnamon. Oh, that sounds... Except it's not a flavor. You don't want to eat these, even though you can, because again, it's natural, biodegradable ingredients. Now, here's the thing, Simon. What if I don't want to pay too much for these candles? Do you guys have, like, a discount code? Well, we use? I'm so glad you asked, because if you use the coupon code two grown men at checkout, that's number two grown men at checkout. Is all that all one word? One word? All it is all one word. All lowercase? All lowercase. And what, you said the website was smooth. We'll edit this. <laughs> or keep it in. I don't know. We never fucking <laughs> know with this podcast. You said it <laughs> Oh, hey, look. A cop went to pull that guy over. Stupid. <laughs> keep this in. You said it was just smoobean.com. S-M-O-O-B-E-A-N.com. Yep. Smoobean.com. Amazing handmade premium candles. Check them out. Coupon code two grown men will get you a discount. 15% off, baby. Check them out. And back to the podcast. One childhood trauma. I think one of my first childhood traumas I experienced. I went to this place called, they're not in business anymore. Uh, they were a local business called Safari Sands. <gasps> I remember, I never went to that place, but I remember hearing about that. It was like, I mean, in my memory, it was this gigantic place with a ton of tubes. In reality, it was probably about the size of a Chuck E. Cheese. But, you know, everything's bigger when you're smaller. Uh, and I, I loved going to Safari Sam's. You know, it was such a fun place to go. Always go climb around the tubes, jump in the ball pit, you know. Uh, the last time I ever went there, before, like, I grew up and eventually the place got shut down. Why did they get shut down, though? Tell, tell everyone why they got shut down. I mean, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but who knows? Uh, we're about to leave Chuck E. Cheese, and I hear... Really, Chuck E. Cheese or Safari Sam's? We're about to leave Safari Sam's, and I hear, uh, a kid crying, like, really, really loudly. And I'm, th I'm, little eight-year-old me is thinking, like, oh, what a baby, doesn't want to leave, and is throwing a tantrum. I look over and see a little girl with her face covered in blood. And apparently what happened... Ah! Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, so apparently what happened, there was like a little bouncy area, like, you know, where you could bounce in the bouncy area. <laughs> wow. Uh, and away with words. She was uh, trying to do flips, and she fell out of the area and hit her head on the floor, uh, and there was a lot of blood. And uh, that's the story of how, for 
many years of my life, I was terrified of the sight of blood. Ah, dude. I actually heard that place got shut down because, like, was it like I never went there, but I heard they had like mud pits and whatnot. Was that true? I heard there was Not like that a I lot. Can remember. I remember people telling me that like they like had a lot. There was like poop all over the place, and that's one of the main reasons why they got shut down. It wouldn't surprise me because you have a bunch of small children running around and a bunch of teenagers looking after them. Yeah, there probably was a lot of gross stuff. I don't like that. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of the sight of blood, you want to hear another? You want to hear another childhood story? Story sure. that involves blood. Sure. So this is such a funny podcast, isn't it? So um, childhood story involved. Yeah, blood. Uh, I had a friend in high school. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to dox you. You know who you are. He's not going to listen to this. He's not on social media. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in years. Um, he had a basement. And it, like, it was a really nice basement. Was, That's like, crazy. I know, right? It was like finished. It had like big TV and like a big couch and like like a bar, like a finished bar. Oh my god! And it was super nice. But he also had a sister who was like a hardcore weeaboo. <laughs> and so like she would cosplay and stuff, and she'd like build her own costumes. They were really good. But she also like would build like the weapons too. So she just mm-hmm. had like a bunch of like cool anime swords and crap like yeah. in her room. And so the one day we like went in there and we just like grabbed a bunch of them and we're just like fighting in the basement. And he was standing across from me, takes his little, like, staff or sword or whatever, and goes, Pew! and pretends to shoot, like, a, like a beam at me. Uh-huh. And I go, dodge, and uh, visualize this, guys. We need cameras for this podcast. I go, and I go, dodge, and I go to, like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Dodge? Dodge, yes, thank you. Dip, dodge, duck. I go to dodge to the left and slam my head. On the corner of the bar. That's I, not where I expected that story I did to go. Not, I had not gauged my surroundings when I did it. So yeah. I just went dodge, cracked my head. Okay, dropped, boom. Oh my god! But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I was fine, completely fine. Nice, nice cut on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like head wounds, like in like a small cut, like they bleed, bleed a they lot. They bleed a lot. Yeah. Okay. So I stand up laughing my ass off because the situation is so funny yeah also covered in blood oh boy. okay and i'm like i have to go upstairs to um clean up to clean off obviously and you know maybe get first aid maybe, <laughs> first maybe get some stitches get you some know stitches too. so i go upstairs and his parents are in the living room oh god and you had to get to the like the way that i was set up was like you had to go through the living room to get to the bathroom hmm. I'm walking through, face <laughs> completely covered in blood. Oh my god! Laughing hysterically because I'm still oh thinking god. about how funny the situation is. Laughing hysterically, and all they see is just like that walk. They're like, "Hey guys, guess oh what just happened?" That would be horrifying. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't allowed over there anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, going uh, over to other people's houses is, is kind of crazy sometimes because you're in the care of parents that aren't your own. And I imagine parents feel really nervous about having another kid at their house. Oh, I, hate, like, I hate when my sister brings kids, kids over. Yeah, and I imagine it gives the parents anxiety because it's like, here's this kid that isn't mine. If they get hurt, I'm going to get blamed for this no matter what. Mm-hmm. I had this neighbor growing up, uh, and there's this house next to mine that I'm pretty sure is cursed, or, like, there's lead in the water. Because it's Pennsylvania, we have lead in our water. But... Do you really? Some areas do. 
Fun fact of the day. Anyway, every person that's lived in this house has gone insane. Uh, there was this one lady, uh, and she had a kid, and I would hang out with the kids sometimes. But the kid's mom just was absolutely crazy. She would, like, talk to my mom and start going on about how the government was after her because she had inside information on 9-11. <laughs> Uh, there was one time, uh, my brother did something, like, he said something mean to the neighbor kid, and the kid's mom obviously wasn't happy about that, so she said, like, you know, there have been other kids that tried to mess with my little boy, and nobody knows what happened to them, they never heard from them again. (laughs) What? So, yeah, she, uh, kind of vaguely threatened to kill my brother, uh, but the best... Not the best. This is the worst story, because it's horrifying. Best of the worst. Uh, So, I live in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's a lot of farms around. And near the house, there was... uh, Near the neighbor's house, there was a barn that was owned by the landlord. And uh, the neighbor had a little bit of beef with the landlord. I don't really know the details of it. I just know they didn't really get along very well. Uh, So... I'm in school one day, and I went to school pretty close to my house. Like, you could see my house from the windows of the school. I just happened to live nearby. And I'm sitting in class, uh, and one of my friends says, Hey, Simon, what are all those fire trucks doing in front of your house? Which is something you never want to hear as a kid. So, whole day I'm, you know, kind of freaking out a little bit that my house burned down. Uh, and then I'm in class, and the principal comes to the classroom... And says, Simon, can you come to my office for a moment? I'm like, oh my god, my house burned down. And the principal is going to tell me that, like, my family's dead. Uh, Comedy podcast, guys. (laughs) And it turned out, uh, spoiler alert, my family was not dead. Uh, uh, I had a call from my mom, and she called to let me know that everything was fine. Though, really, if she hadn't called, I would have been a lot less anxious. But, whatever. Uh, And... Apparently, there was an explosion in the barn near the neighbor's house. A gasoline explosion, they found. Ow. But they also found Sudafed pills in the barn. I'm really dumb. What is Sudafed? Sudafed is a painkiller that's often used in making meth. Oh. And you know that there's certain dangers with uh, making meth. Because, you know, chemical reactions can go awry very easily. Boom, boom. So, nobody really knew for sure what happened. You know, it's a barn exploded in the middle of nowhere. They're not going to launch a huge investigation into it. Uh, you know, they saw Sudafed pills and decided, like, okay, it was a meth lab. Here's the thing. The day before the barn exploded, the neighbor just happened to move, like, their trampoline and their little playground to the other side of the house to be further from the barn. So... We can't say anything for sure, but given that, and given the beef that the neighbor lady had with the landlord, and given the fact that she was just an insane person overall, we're pretty sure she blew up the barn with gasoline and threw Sudafed pills to make it look like a meth lab. That's was anyone hurt? Nobody was Okay, hurt. that's hilarious. Though. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You gotta make sure of that. Before you can laugh at something horrible, you have to make sure nobody was Dude. hurt. Wow, what a ride. Um, <laughs> I want to, like, go... We should go back there and, like, investigate it. 
Shane Dawson, come Shane join Dawson. us. Please. No, she doesn't live there anymore. But there were some other crazy stuff. Uh, there were neighbors who would blast music in the garage all day uh, until like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, the That's that's actually in like the basement? You like said? in the garage. That's scary. With the door open. So oh. like the whole neighborhood. Oh, neighborhood I thought you meant here. like... Because, like, if, like, the doors were, like, closed, it would sound like they were trying to, like, conceal up, like, someone oh, no. screams and was trapped in them. Like, yeah. that's scary. There was another family that lived there, and they were, like, Mennonites or something. They always wore these very long skirts. And one time, uh, the wife at that house uh, was talking to my mom, and she was telling my mom about how she had to buy longer skirts because her husband could see her ankles and it was arousing him too much. So I grew up around a lot of very interesting people. What? <laughs> Lane looks very uncomfortable right now. Story you just told. Mm-hmm. You were telling about the lady thought the government was after her because she had inside information about 9-11. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the whitest thing ever right now. Okay. Piggybacking off of that. That's the whitest thing ever? Yeah, dude. I did not realize that was a white thing. But... Yeah, dude. Yeah, like During like meetings, there were always like, white people always just like, piggyback. You backing off of that. Yeah, now that I think about it, I've only ever heard white people say yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, I was at work one day in mm-hmm. the drive-thru. This guy comes through, all right? And all he did was he, he ordered through the app. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm not going to say what app it was because you guys can't know where we work. Yeah. Even though, like, any, everyone that listens to it is going to be our coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, he... I hand him out. He comes to the drive-thru. I go and I hand him his order. And he won't leave. Instead, he starts talking to me. Ugh. Okay? But, like, it was also busy. So, I was only, like, I was only half paying attention because I'm trying to, like, go over and help. But I don't want to be, like, I was still pretty new, so I don't want to be rude and be like, hey, go away and shut the window on him. <laughs> and, like, I'm catching, like, glimpses. Like, I'm catching, like, little glimpses. Because he's also whispering, too. I'm only catching, like, bits and pieces. Mm. He's, like, talking about how, like, he was an ex-Navy SEAL. And, like, the government killed his entire family. Oh, my God. And how he's on the run. And there's really not much to this story. But that just, like, reminded me of that. And, ah, yeah. that was spooky. I'm not sure if this counts as trauma. But I can probably come up with something traumatizing along the way. Uh, did I ever tell you about when I went to Japan? I thought you went to Hawaii. That's an inside joke, guys. Yeah. Well, I went to Hawaii a couple years you ago, but when Japan? I was in high school, yeah, I went to Freaking Japan. Weeaboo. Yeah, I was a total weeb. Uh, and my dad is a total weeb. Sorry, dad, if you're listening, but you are. Uh, and I was, I took Japanese class for all four years of high school because I was that much of a weeb. Did you have a body pillow? I did not. Okay, cool. Alright, you go in my book. Alright. We went on this field trip to Japan, uh, and my dad came along because, again, he's a total weed. Uh, and it was a very interesting experience because it's it's always going in interesting going to another country. You know, you grow up surrounded in one culture, and you go somewhere else that with a culture you're unfamiliar with. You know, it's always an interesting experience. There were subtitles over there. Well, you'd be surprised. They didn't obviously have subtitles, but just about every sign that we saw also had an English translation. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like, like you I know, was trying to make a joke, but that's actually really cool. Yeah, a lot of the signs there had English translations. Because they know about the weebs now. Yeah, they know that a lot of weebs like to visit. Have you seen that meme where it's just like, 
it's like they'll understand me in Japan. It's then it shows a picture of a guy in Japan with a body pillow, and there's like a <laughs> Japanese man just like looking at him, like, "What the heck are you doing, dude?" Yeah, yeah that's yeah. So on the flight to Japan, it was a 13-hour flight, so it was not fun. Cramped in this tiny room. Uh, I'm trying to get some sleep, you know, trying to fight the jet lag so that I can enjoy my time in Japan. I'm trying to sleep, and suddenly I hear a lady scream, No! Oh my god! What are you doing? Which is not something you ever want to hear on an airplane. <laughs> he was going to open the door. That's it. <laughs> I, I wake up and see this dude trying to open the door to the airplane mid-flight. I love how at the beginning of the story, you're like, I don't know if this is traumatizing, let's just see where this goes. And here we are. Yeah. And I mean, like, my first thought was, like, maybe he thought it was the bathroom, but there was a window on the door. It's, are those, like, are, like, the main doors to, like, planes, like, when they're in the air? Do they have, like, 10,000 pounds of pressure and, like, like no yeah. human can open Yeah, and that's what, the, that's what the flight attendant told us, was that there was too much pressure for him to be able to open it. But it was still terrifying. Not just the seeing him trying to open the door, but trying to sleep on a plane and hearing, oh my god, stop, what are you doing? So, like, what was he trying to do? Did you think it was the bathroom? I don't know. Or was he just, like, trying to kill everyone? I guess he thought it was the bathroom. How stupid are you, dude? I don't know. So, yeah, that was uh, probably the most traumatizing thing that happened to me in, on my trip to Japan. Little 16-year-old me uh, thinking I was going to die in a plane crash. So on that note. <laughs> on that note. Is this where we want to end the podcast? Uh, thank you so much for joining us again, guys. Um, we'll see you all next week. <laughs>